joy and peace to all the people of the earth. Let's receive the word of God with Reverend Kiluba. Kiluba, may God bless you. Dear online listeners, dear listeners who follow us in a faithful manner, we want to greet you in the name of the Supreme Judge of all things and all people. It is in his name that we greet you in a spirit of faith. He has judged in the past. He will judge again and again. Mm. The one whom Jesus called upon was the judge. When his soul was afflicted even to death, he called upon the judge of all the earth. Call upon him, and he is going to judge. Because the Bible says his judgments are exercised on all the earth. He is the judge of the earth. Call upon him and he will judge. In John 12, Jesus calls upon the Father, our Father, our Father. He is a judge. Your Father is a judge. Call upon him. He will judge. Those who are afflicting you will be judged and thrown out. My soul is sorrowful even until death. The judge knew how to deal with sorrow. Deal with sorrow by calling upon the Father, our Father, our Father. He knew that his Father was a judge of all things and all people. This is why he called him in that day of sadness, bitterness, and anguish. My soul is troubled. I am asking the church of the earth to end the sorrow of the earth by calling upon the Father. He knew how to solve this problem of sorrow. What is making you sad, my brother, my sister, man of God, woman of God? Co, co, co. The source of this solution, the Father. And Jesus in John 12 didn't stop at noticing his sadness. Don't just stop at noticing your sadness, your anguish, and your pain. Go beyond that, pastor, man of God, woman of God. I don't know what is making you sad. You are filled with bitterness. Jesus went beyond just the noticing of his bitterness. My soul is troubled even unto death. My soul is troubled, but go further than this notice. Don't make the error of the apostles for them, when they were sad, they found refuge in sleep. Sleep doesn't solve the problem of sorrow. They were sorrowful and they slept. But Jesus didn't stop at noticing his sadness. This is why I greeted you in the name of the judge. I don't know what is making you sorrowful. My soul is troubled even to death. He could foresee the death that was awaiting him. And there was the presence of the one who afflicts. This spirit was sticking with Jesus. It is neither alcohol nor cigarette nor beer that could cast away sorrow, that can cast away sorrow. It is the Father. It is the Father. That is why I prayed. 
our Father. Father, glorify your name. Hallelujah. What name was this name? It was the name of the judge. Father, glorify your name. He, he called upon the judge of the earth. There are judges and magistrates in the world, but I haven't seen a judge who judges sorrow or anguish because themselves are also overwhelmed by sorrow. But Jesus knew that his father had the key. Father, glorify your name. Listen to me. What name was this? Hey, hey. What name was this? It was the name of the judge. Because what follows in the context of the scripture shows us well. And the father who knew his own name was proud of his name as judge. And he answered the son, I have glorified it and I'll glorify it again and again and again. Hey, he knows how to glorify this name of the judge. And the crowd that didn't understand what had happened in the spiritual realm. They said, we have heard a thunder. It was the anger of the judge. Hey, hey, hey. And he responded instantly. Instantly. I have glorified it and I glorify it again and again. Glorify the name of the judge. I, I understand why he taught the church this prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hey, hey, hey. It is first the name of the judge. He is holy. He doesn't tolerate injustice. Hey. says, be holy as your father who called you is holy. It is this name of the judge. He said, I've glorified it and I've glorified it again. And the crowd heard the thunder. It is Jesus who explains to us what happened. He said, now, now, hallelujah and hallelujah. Now, 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 when you call upon the name of the judge, in Luke 18, 1 to 7, and God, and shall God not avenge his own elect, he is the judge of all the elect of the earth, hallelujah. Won't he avenge his elect who call upon him day and night? He knows how to bring you in what is rightfully yours. Jesus says, now is the judgment over the prince or the ruler of this world. He will be cast out. He judged him in response to the prayer of the son you are sons of god and he taught you this prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name hey. this is why in his early sermons he had said seek ye first the kingdom of god and its righteousness this is why I greeted you in the name of the supreme judge of the universe. He is the father. He is our father. I do not understand you, dear Christians. Even the Holy Spirit who is in you cries, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. You are sons. Therefore, ask him to do what he knows to do. 
And shall God not avenge his elect to cry out day and night? And Jesus answers, I tell you, he shall avenge them speed speedily. In Luke 18, 1 to 7, he, will, he shall avenge them speedily. And him too was avenged speedily when he cried, Father, glorify your name. And he said, now, now, God knows how to avenge. All you need to do is cry out. Let your cries ascend to the judge. I love the apostles who also cried when they faced death threats in Acts 4. Now, Lord, look on their threats. Look on their threats. Accuse your invisible enemies who are hurting you and grant your servants that with boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal that signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy, holy servant Jesus. And without delay, the judge operated. The Bible says what? The place where they were gathered shook. He knows how to shed the earth. Because he's the judge of the earth. And his judgments are implemented on all the earth. In your village where you are, you are following me. In your city, in your nation, in your church, where maybe you are being manhandled by your elders and deacons, the judgments of God are implemented on all the earth. There is no place in the earth that can escape the judge of all the earth. He judges all things but he's waiting for you to follow the way that Jesus followed. He called upon him. The message that I will share with you today is entitled, The Chamber of God's Judgments. Hey, hey, hey. The chamber. The chamber from where comes the judgments of God. Here is my message for you today who are listening to me online and on your local radios of your cities and nations, of your families and churches. We know that there are many people who are listening to us. This is the message that I will share with you, the chamber of God's judgments. The judge has a chamber. He has a chamber. I'd love to say something to you before I can continue my reflection on your behalf for your edification and enlightenment. Seek him in the chamber of judgments. I'd love to say to you, brothers and sisters, that there won't be the salvation of masses and great riches hey, hey, hey. without this chamber of judgment they won't be call upon the judge for the salvation of the masses I love Jesus when he prayed saying father glorify your name he called upon the judge not, on, not for his interest it was for the interest of the masses if you go down in John 12, 31 to 32, he says, When I shall be lifted up after the judgment of the prince of this world, I will attract all men to myself. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. 
They won't be the salvation of the masses without the chamber of judgment. Without the chamber of God's judgments. Enter, enter, enter. It is God himself who is saying it in Genesis 15, verse 13 to 14. Then he said to Abraham, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them. They will afflict them for 400 years, 14, and also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Afterward, they shall come out with great possessions. Hallelujah and hallelujah. God promises the salvation of the millions of Israel by judgment. They will come out when he judges. The book of Exodus becomes a reality that is evident. They won't be the book of Exodus. The, the, the coming out of the masses is only possible by judgment. Satan made a miscalculation when he afflicted Jesus because Jesus had gathered the whole city of Jerusalem as they sang Hosanna, 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 Hosanna. The crowd was singing Hosanna, Hosanna because the son of the judge had entered in Jerusalem. You are the sons of the judge. Enter the cities and the cities will be judged by your father. He entered and the Bible says the multitudes, the multitudes, a crowd ran to him singing, Hosanna, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord because he was the son of the judge. But Satan was angry because of the coming out of the masses towards Jesus of Nazareth. He was angry and he said, I will kill you. This is why Jesus said, my soul is troubled even unto death. And God said to Jesus, see, I have glorified it. I cast Satan out of Jerusalem so that this city may run towards you. But I will do it again and again. And this time among the nations of the earth, hallelujah and hallelujah. This is why the Bible says the, Greek, the Greeks wanted to see Jesus. And he said, now the Son of Man will be glorified. Hallelujah. He was going to attract the Greek, the great scholars. Attract them. I'm thinking about those in Johannesburg and in Cape Town who are attracting the students of universities. He is your father, do not doubt. Ebenezer, do not doubt. Joshua, do not doubt. Emmanuel in Cape Town, do not doubt. He is your father. He knows how to judge in order to attract the intellectuals like John Wesley and his brother Charles who attracted the world of thinkers in England. The Greeks wanted to see Jesus. Jesus had gathered in Jerusalem that was a city of the east. And God said to him, you have seen. I have just verified it as you have seen. For a multitude of people is a prince's glory. 
and I'll glorify it again. This time it won't be Jerusalem alone, but Oben. This is why I said that the chamber of judgment makes possible the coming out of the masses. I say to the women of the earth, let no one abuse you or despise you. If the Christ, the son of the judge, is with you, you are going to do, you too will do. I'm thinking of the Samaritan woman who attracted the city of Samaria to Jesus. Come and see the one who told me everything I ever did. And the Bible says what? They, the whole city came out. It was a city shut down. The people were selling in the market left in order to come and see Jesus. On the other side, it was the Greeks who wanted to see. I want to continue by saying that God said, I will judge, I will judge. The hour has come where God must judge so that those who are slaves of sin may come out. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of sin? I do the evil I don't want, and I don't do the good I know. Who will deliver me? And I say to God, to, I say to Paul, it is God the judge. Author of the book of Exodus, heal God, heal God. He will deliver you. Who could have delivered Kiluba from alcohol and violence? But God, the judge, freed me. He delivered me. Hey, hey, hey. The judge. He judged my jailers. Demons were judged for my release. You are going to come out. If you ask me, what is your name? I'll tell you my name is Mr. Exodus. If you ask me what is the name of the church, I'll tell you Mr. Exodus, taken from Ecclesia, set apart. We were taken out by the judgment of the things which were enslaving us. Hey, hey. They will come out. They will come out. And this I say to you, it was impossible to take the masses out without judgment. God says, I will judge, and they will come out. God is confident in his judgment. Believe in his judgment. It works. I will judge the nation to which they were, they were enslaved, and they will come out. They will come out. It was not just the coming out physically of Israel. It was also the release of their riches. Bring out the great riches of this world. I'm thinking of the scripture in Haggai that says, in a little while I'll shake the heavens, the seas, and the earth. I will shake these things and money will come. They will come out with great riches. And they came out with that. I'd love that we should not only judge bondage in general, but I want us to also judge the poverty of Africa and of the world by the chamber of judgments. And they will come out with great riches, not small riches, but great riches. I want to continue with you to be informed about the chamber of judgment of God is one thing but you need to enter in order to activate it activate the chamber by entering the chamber why don't you want to enter the chamber and God wanted to judge advises his people 
And I'm also advising you today, God wanted Israel to leave not Egypt, but the nations in which they were scattered. Isaiah 26, 20 to 21. Come, my people, come. My people, we are a holy nation. God's own special people. Come, my people, enter your chambers. God is your chamber. Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation is passed. Hallelujah. Verse 21, for you go in and judgment goes out. You must go in for the coming out of judgment. Verse 21, for behold, if you go in the chamber of judgments, Amen, amen, hallelujah, amen. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. If you enter, he will come out. He will come out. Jesus enter, entered by prayer in the chamber. And he said, Father, Father, and the Father came out. Bring him out. Bring him out for judgment. Bring him out. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. He will come out. If you go in the chamber, he will come out. He says, Behold, I am coming out. He will come out to exercise judgment to punish. This is why I greeted you in the name of the Supreme Judge. He knows how to punish demons for your release. I'll come back to this. In Egypt, for the release of Israel, when Israel entered the chamber, hallelujah, hallelujah, in the chamber, he came out and he exercised judgment against the firstborns and against the gods of Egypt. He knows how to punish. I say to the people of the earth, he will punish you too. When we enter the chamber, if you don't repent, you will be punished. It is Jesus who said, when they said to him that Pilate shed the blood of the Galileans. Jesus said to them, if you don't repent, it will happen to you. He even spoke about the accidents of the pillars of Siloam. Repent and you will escape the judgment like the city of Nineveh, the great. It, it was said in three days, Nineveh will be destroyed. But God sent them a messenger in order to make them to escape the disaster. We need people to make the world to escape disasters. And if you see in Isaiah 27, when they entered, God came out. What did he do? Not only did he punish the criminals. In that day, the Lord with his severe sword, great and strong, will punish Leviathan, the fleeing serpent, Leviathan, that twisted serpent, and he will slay the reptile that is in the sea, not in Egypt, because the sea, it is many waters, the nations, the tongues. We declare by our judge. Some people say, Pastor Gluba, you are overdoing it with your gospel. 
God, God is the murderer of evil. He doesn't kill good. It is the Bible that says that in that day, God will slay when you enter. When God avenge his elect crowd day and night, in that day the Lord with his severe sword, great and strong, will punish Leviathan, the fling serpent, Leviathan, that twisted serpent. He will slay the reptile that is in the sea in response to the entrance of his people in the chamber of judgment. Oh, it is fabulous. Oh, it is mysterious. When you enter in prayer, he comes out in order to kill, to strike. There is a sword, hallelujah. There is a sword in the chamber of judgment. I'm thinking about the sword of the chamber of judgments in Egypt. In Exodus 12, there again, God sends his people in the chambers of judgments. Exodus 12, verse 12. For I'll pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt from man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I'll execute judgment. I am the Lord. But when, where was Israel when God came out? Israel is in the chambers. I would love to read that so that you may understand me. Israel is in the chambers. They needed to put on their doorposts, on the doorposts of each houses for God to come out. I would love to read that in Exodus 12, verse 7. Exodus 12, verse 7. And they shall take of the blood, what blood, the blood of the lamb, and put it on the door, two doorposts, and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. Israel is in the rooms, colored with the blood of the lamb. Hey, hey, hey. There is a sword. There is a sword. And when Israel entered in these rooms that were sprinkled with the blood of the Lamb on their doorposts, God came out. He came out to execute judgment. What are you doing with the blood of Jesus? Rock of ages, play for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy riven side which flowed or be of sin the double cube cleanse me from its guilt and power. Hallelujah. 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 The true chamber of judgment, listen to me, O earth. It is the blood, it is the blood of Jesus. Entering that chamber, when all the houses of Israel put blood on their lintel and doorposts, 
they all had a common denominator, Church of the Earth, if you are Evangelicals, Catholic, or Pentecostal, or Church of Revival, you have a common denominator. It is the blood, the blood of the Lamb. The blood, hallelujah. The blood, the blood. It is the chamber. It is the chamber of judgment. The blood. When the blood was shed, he came out and he struck. And he struck. And he said, I will judge the gods of Egypt. I love his conclusion. The conclusion of what God is saying in Genesis 12, 12. That night I will go through the land of Egypt. I will strike all the firstborns of the land of Egypt from man to beast. And I will judge the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The one who lives eternally. The one who lives forever and ever. He, he executed judgment because Israel did her part. They went in the true chamber of judgment, which is the blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. Hallelujah. It was 40 years later. Understand me. It is not a matter of time or space, but it is a matter of the chamber of judgment, which is the blood. The blood of the Lamb. There is power, power in the blood of the Lamb. Sings the English people. I say there is a sword, there is a sword, there is a sword in the blood of the Lamb. I'd love to read that in Joshua 5. Joshua chapter 5, you will see that it is in there. God knew the address of the sword of judgment that we read in Isaiah 27 that we also read in, in Genesis, in, in Exodus 12, 12. The address of the sword that strikes is in the blood. Joshua chapter 5, verse 9 to verse 15. Then the Lord said to Joshua, This day I have rode away the reproach of Egypt from you. Therefore the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. Now the children of Israel camped in Gilgal and kept the Passover, hallelujah, on the 14th day of the month at twilight on the plains of Jericho. And they ate of the produce of the land on the day after the Passover, unleavened bread and parched grain on the very same day. Then the manna ceased on the day after they had eaten the produce of the land. And the children of Israel no longer had manna, but they ate the food of the land of Canaan that year. And behind this celebration of Passover, it was a chamber of judgment, and it came to pass. Verse 13, when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite him 
with a sword drawn in his hand and went and Joshua went to him and said to him are you for us or for our adversaries so he said no but as commander of the army of the Lord I have come now because you entered in the chamber of judgment the Passover hallelujah and hallelujah I have come now I have come now it works now. That is what Jesus says. Now is the judgment. I say to you, when you enter, it will work. It says, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped and said to him, what does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Extraordinary. Do not take lightly God's encouragement. Enter in your chamber and I'll go out. We didn't have time to read. If you read in Isaiah 27, 13, so it shall be in that day, the great trumpet will be blown. They will come who are about to perish in the land of Assyria and they, will, they who are outcasts in the land of Egypt and they shall worship the Lord in the holy mount at Jerusalem. And I'm thinking about the celebration of the Passover. When they celebrated, they ate and God came out. The God of the sweat, the God of judgment came out. The angel had a drawn sword. Like in Egypt, they celebrated the Passover. As the Bible says, Christ, our Passover, has been slain. They celebrated the Passover in order to possess, to possess. In Egypt, they had celebrated the Passover in order to come out. But in the plains of Jericho, they celebrated the Passover in order to possess. Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 1 to 3. Here, O Israel, you are to cross over the Jordan today and go in to dispossess nations greater, mightier than yourself, cities great and fortified up to heaven. Therefore, understand today that the Lord your God is he who goes over before you as a consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them. Him, the judge, him, the judge, the judge of great nations, the judge of great cities, the judge of great people. You are going to possess these things. I say it in the name of the Lord. Know and understand that he will walk, but for him to walk, it is in Joshua that we understand who was walking. It is the God of the Sword. It is the God of the Sword who was coming from the chamber of judgment, the Passover, the Passover, the Passover. There is a sword of judgment in the blood. In the blood. This is interesting for me. Here I was speaking to you about the Old Testament. Let it be in Genesis or what I read with you. In the book of Isaiah or what I read with you in the book of Exodus. All this is in the Old Testament. But I'm thinking of Golgotha. Golgotha. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Golgotha. 
Golgotha. Golgotha is the chamber of judgment. Golgotha. Golgotha. It is there. It is there. It is there. Where he dealt with his blood. The chamber of judgment. From where God came out in order to judge. Colossians chapter 2 verse 15. Having, when Jesus inaugurates the chamber of judgment at Golgotha, God, God the Father, who was in the Son, came out. Golgotha, Colossians 2 and verse 15. He came out in order to deal with things in the same way that he came out of Egypt to make the firstborns to pay. But here he's making the, the principalities and powers to pay. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it by Golgotha. Hallelujah. Golgotha was the universal chamber of judgment. But as the Bible says, he disarmed them. He disarmed them. He degraded them. He took away their stars by the, him, the supreme general. Extraordinary. The slain lamb is truly the chamber. I'd love to say to you as I conclude, read well the book of Revelations. It says, Revelations 5, the lion of the tribe of Judah has overcome. And then I saw one like a slain lamb in the midst of the throne. It was the chamber of judgment. And then was going to begin what I said in my past message. If you read from Revelation 6 to Revelation 20, it is a festival of judgment. Hallelujah and hallelujah. It is from judgment to judgment. Hallelujah. I'm thinking about the angel who was leading our brother John, who said, I will show you the judgment of the great prostitute. Golgotha. Hallelujah. Golgotha. 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 It is the chamber of the judgment of God. When you read Revelation from 6 to, to Revelation 20, it is from judgment to judgment, from judgment to judgment. They are, they are judging Golgotha. What have you done? Church of Africa with Golgotha? What have you done, Church of Europe, of America, of the islands? What have you done with Golgotha, this extraordinary room? I'm thinking about our predecessors who entered in the upper room and they judged. And they judged what was in Jerusalem. And they attracted, hallelujah and hallelujah. We see, we, we see that the crowd ran to them. And this is because there was a judgment. When Jesus said, now is the judgment of the ruler of this world. And he was saying afterwards, if I be lifted up, I will attract. The coming of the crowds is evidence of judgment. 
Golgotha created for them not only a physical upper room, but a spiritual upper room, the blood of Jesus. My time is gone. Let me say to you a few things. I am thinking of the house of Mary, mother of John and Mark, where they prayed and judged the chains fell. They judged the gates of iron which opened, and they judged Herod. Herod was punished. I'm saying to the politicians of the earth, beware of Golgotha. Beware of Golgotha. He knows how to make you to pay like he made Herod to pay. Herod was judged, punished. Punished. Beware of the blood of Jesus. This is why even to the church, he said, be careful lest you drink a judgment against yourselves. In the blood, it is dangerous. There is in the blood of Jesus the power of the judgments of all things and all people. But I am inviting you, hear the voice coming from Golgotha. Come and enter. Wait in Jerusalem. Where? In the chamber. In the chamber. Hallelujah and hallelujah. And amen. And amen. Until next time. following. Let us spread faith all around the world through this teaching.